Hello and welcome to Three Detail Stories. This is our very first episode of this brand new podcast for young children and parents looking for ways to entertain young children at bedtime, in the car, on a plane, in the checkout line, on a rainy day, or just on a regular day. I'm your host, Rosa Leiter. I am a mother of two, as well as a writer, musician, and teacher. The main voice you'll hear on this podcast, however, is my husband, Nicholas Leiter. He's a teacher, writer, carpenter, and connoisseur of stories. He came up with three detailed stories as a way to wind down with the kids at bedtime. By the time I get the kids in their jammies, their teeth and hair brushed, I usually have just enough energy and brain power to read the kids their usual stack of books. But Nick enjoys challenges. A few years ago, when the kids would beg him to tell a story, and he exhausted all the true stories he knew, he asked the kids to pick three details for him to make up a story with. Then he spontaneously came up with a story, including those three details. He repeated the stunt the next night, and the next, and the next. Now it's ingrained in our bedtime routine, a perfect end to a long, busy roller coaster day. These stories aren't perfect, but they also aren't predictable, pretentious, or precious. They aren't edited or revised. They're recorded in a room where you might hear the cat getting antsy for her dinner, or me puttering around, putting away things. The kids shift around in creaky beds and blurt out questions from time to time. They're as raw and real as it gets. Without further ado, here's your invitation. It's bedtime at the Lighter House. Cozy up wherever you are and join the fun. Yeah, I'm ready. Rudolph and Pebble Um, a canoe fighter. A canoe? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what a canoe is? I, yeah, I do. What is it? It's a boat. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's do it. So, a canoe, a bulldozer, and Rudolph. Once upon a time, there was a reindeer in the forest. And the reindeer was just wandering around, and the reindeer was wondering, you know, I have kind of lost my way. And I don't really know what to do with my life. And so the reindeer just wandered around and said, you know, I think I'll just head north. So the reindeer headed north and headed north and, you know, just wandered around and would sleep in fields and go check out this bog and go check out these woods and just kept going north and north and north until it started to get very cold. And then the reindeer was like, I don't know, maybe I should turn around. Something just kept him going. So he kept going north and kept going north for months and months until he got all the way to the North Pole. When he got to the North Pole, guess who he met? Santa. Santa Claus. And Santa Claus said, oh, Mr. Reindeer, what's your name? He said, well, my name's Rudolph. And Santa Claus said, well... Rudolph, are you looking for work? And Rudolph said, work? Um, uh, I guess. Because Rudolph, he didn't know what he was doing. He just said yes to everything. And Santa said, okay, well, let's uh, come back to my workshop and we'll get you settled up. So brought Rudolph back and put him on the, uh, what's it called? Sleigh. No. Reins? Well, it's on the sleigh, but it's like a... Yeah, reins, I guess. 
put the reins. The thing that Santa holds that are connected to the mm-hmm. reindeer. Yeah. Put them on the reins, the reindeer reins. And there were two rows of reindeer. And when they started flying, Santa noticed that Rudolph was so strong because he was on the right side, the whole sleigh turned right all the time and just went in circles. And so he put him on the left side. And when he put Rudolph on the left side, they would just go in circles on the left side. And so they landed and Santa said, Rudolph, you're doing great, but you're going to have to be at the very front of the reins. And Rudolph said, okay. And Santa got his bulldozer and he bulldozed this huge brand new runway for the sleigh and the reindeer so that they could pull right up to the workshop, load all of their toys and just take off right from the runway. And so that's what they did. Took off from the runway and Rudolph was in front and it was the fastest sleigh that Santa had ever flown. And he couldn't believe it. And Rudolph was very great at the front. And he said, I've never had a reindeer quite like Rudolph. He's super fast and he's super steady. and He's super straight. Super strong. And super strong. That's true. Santa said, he's so strong that I think we can finally bring little Chloe, the canoe that she asked for three years ago. Before this, we couldn't bring a canoe because there was just no room and we didn't have the strength. But now with Rudolph, I think we're going to be able to bring Chloe her canoe. And so they built a canoe. All of the elves built a canoe in the workshop and they brought it out and they put it on the sleigh upside down. And they went out onto the runway and took off. And sure enough, they flew all the way to Chloe's house and they delivered her canoe on Christmas. And Santa Claus said, Rudolph, all of my reindeer are very important to me, but you are the one that made it possible to finally deliver Chloe her canoe. So thank you. And good night. We've got one more story for you this week. If you enjoy 3D Tale Stories, please subscribe, leave us a short review, and share the podcast with other parents. Now for story number two. Ooh, baby! Stop! 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 Let's settle down here, please. Cement and a tiger. I mean a mouse. And a wreath. Cement and a mouse and a wreath. Once upon a time, there was a family who lived in a patio home. And a patio home is a home that is on a big slab of concrete. And on the back of the home was a big patio, a big concrete patio, and then a big yard. Just like our house? No, we don't, we don't have a patio home. Well, we have a patio, our home, our patio, and then our yard. We have a deck. And at this patio home, there was a mouse that lived underneath the patio. The mouse had dug a bunch of tunnels right underneath the concrete. 
and it had a very elaborate tunnel system of all sorts of different rooms. It was like an underground mouse mansion under there. He really had it made. He had a living room and he had a game room and he had a tunnel then to a little man cave where he had all of his toys and he had another room tunnel to his bedroom huge with a very big king mouse size bed and this family kind of suspected that there was some mouse activity under their patio but they didn't really mind too much because the mouse at least didn't come in the house uh, it was Christmas anyway, and they didn't feel like doing anything bad. The mouse deserved to have a good Christmas too. And so they were out there decorating, and they liked to decorate a big Christmas tree in their backyard and put all sorts of lights on, on it. So they looked out the window, they could see this big, huge Christmas tree on the edge of their patio, all lit up. Very secretly at night, the mouse would sneak up into that Christmas tree and steal some needles because the needles were like little toothpicks almost. And he would bring those needles back to his underground mansion and make wreaths out of them. Little tiny mouse wreaths out of individual needles. He was a very creative mouse. And at the entrance of his hole, which was on the edge of the patio right by the gutter, he put a little wreath right on the edge of the gutter next to his hole as a kind of welcome wreath. And the people who lived in the house, they put up wreaths too, full-size wreaths. And the mouse would come out and say, look at that, just like me. And pretty soon it was Christmas Eve. And on Christmas Eve, the mouse realized that he didn't have anybody to celebrate Christmas Eve with, Even though he had his whole underground mansion decorated for Christmas and all of his wreaths made, he had nobody to celebrate with. And so he went up and he climbed up on the outside of the window and peered in at the family inside who were having a great Christmas. And one of the little kids noticed uh, that there was a little, little mouse outside and the little kid came out of the sliding glass door out onto the patio. And he said, Mr. Mouse, come here. And in his hand, he had a cookie. And he crumbled up the cookie and put it down on the patio. And he said, Merry Christmas, Mr. Mouse. That mouse ate that whole crumbled up cookie. And after he was done, he was so full that all he could do is stumble back down, fall into his hole, and crawl into his living room where he collapsed onto his couch. And he thought, even though I was alone, that was a very nice thing that little girl did for me. He got a big feast with only one thing. Dad didn't have a full-size cookie like that, or just like... Full-size. Like this big? Yeah. Whoa. That's really big. Good night, buddy. What if a cookie, a cookie was this big? Whoa. No one would eat that. That would be too big. It would be way too big for me. But I could eat it. Thanks for listening. See you next week.
In the meantime, challenge your mommy or daddy to tell a 3D tale story or make up your own. We are all storytellers.